Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, man? You recording? <laughs> yeah, I'm already recording. Good. I'm so loud all the time that when I am quiet, it freaks people out. I wasn't freaked out. I just thought I had no connection to my internet. If I just sit here really still, do you think it paused? Is that what happened? Yeah, I thought I thought I froze. <laughs> Dude, I put a garage. I put a TV in my garage. I almost said I put a t- garage in my TV, but that would have been backwards. Would have been more impressed if you did that. Yeah, I put a TV in my garage. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. Like, you personally? Uh oh. Wait, there he is. Oh, you weren't faking. I thought you were, thought that was just <laughs> no. Top Gun acting right there. <laughs> no. It oh shit! Did it's saying my internet connection is unstable. Oh. Shocker, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were trying to get me. <laughs> no. It actually did freeze up. Yeah. <laughs> we're off to a good start today. Fucking amazing. Dude, no, I had this old little, I don't know, like smaller TV sitting around that we weren't doing anything with. So I took it outside, put it in the garage, plugged a fire stick into it. Uh, amazingly, the Wi-Fi works out there. And I don't know why I haven't done this sooner. It's the smartest thing I've ever done. Now I can do my little projects and whatever, get out of the house and still watch football. It's the greatest. Right on, man. I put a weight set in my garage and it's the greatest thing that I've ever done. That makes sense. I have a TV in my garage. You have weights in yours. (laughs) Let's do the show. Let's do it. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three, four. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. That's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Russell looking. Russell scrambling. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's gonna go. Yes. Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. I'm lifelong Seahawk fan Brett Davern. He is Lofa Tatupu. If you're a Seahawk fan, he shouldn't need any more introduction than that. Lofa, football's still going on out there, even though our Seahawks aren't in it anymore. So, but there's much to discuss, even with the Seahawks and everything else that's going around the NFL. So we'll get into that on this episode. First off, though, let me tell you about our sponsor, Bet Online. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they're still with us because you guys are doing a great job supporting them, and thus they continue to support us. It's betonline.ag. That's the website that you go to. I mean, look, 
AFC NFC championship games coming up this coming weekend. Super Bowl still down the road. The NBA is in full swing. NHL starting up. Plenty of things to wager about in the world of sports. And if you don't want to wager on the world of sports, you can put some money down in their online 24-7 casino that has all the normal casino games and slot machines and bells and whistles. It's betonline.ag, everybody. Use our promo code. Believe. B-L-E-A-V. When you're when you're going over there, because they give you a bunch of welcome bonuses and things like that. And I think that's why people are signing up is for the welcome bonuses. And then they see how easy the website is to use, how easy it is to navigate. And so they stick around over there. Whatever your reason, it's betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. Lofa, like I mentioned, man, the NFL rolls on out there without our Seahawks in it, but our Seahawks continue to make news. I have my 12 points here that I want to talk about. Let's get it started with point number one. We need an offensive coordinator. We do, Brett. That is correct. What happened, man? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, I know Pete came out and said, you know, we want to get back to our identity, which is running the ball and playing defense. Yeah. And, um, you know, understandably, that's a great formula for for getting far in the postseason. I mean, look at the Browns. Mm-hmm. They ran the hell out of the ball and played some defense. Mm-hmm. You know, Mayfield had about two solid games, you know, down the stretch. But other than that, it was running the ball and playing defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see when you get to, other than that team behind you, that uh, <laughs> you got to – the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. He's got KC up. Uh, well, with, I put with a Chad well, Henny. I put a picture of Chad Henny up, man. Chad Henny. Yeah, Henny, Henny thing is possible. Henny given Sunday, uh, <laughs> my man. But well, I mean, that's the thing, though. You know, we're, if Mahomes isn't playing, you saw the one pass Henny through. Other than the the one to the flats to Tyreek to win the game, they bet you better hope they can run the ball and play defense. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so. Um, that's that's what Pete said. I don't know what happened, uh, you know, down the stretch for our offense to be so lackluster. Mm-hmm. It was really we we started off. I mean, Russ shattered some some records in the first six weeks, right? Um, and then at the end, it was like, hey, what's going on? People even questioning Russ, not me, but you know, some of us on the show. Who are you talking <laughs> about? Me? I, no, I, I don't know. Maybe no. me question maybe. the great Russell Wilson never. Maybe it was Katie. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> no, but, man, um, I, I, I was because, you know, a lot of there were questions that need to be answered. And I didn't see this coming, though. Like you said, I mean, right after the game, right after the playoff loss, Pete said he wanted to retain the whole staff. It sounded like he wanted to. But something must have happened in a meeting that they had. That's the speculation out there anyway. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, if those walls could talk, yeah. Brett, if well, those walls could talk. <laughs> look, you were a coach for this team under Pete Carroll. What happens at the end of the season between the coaching staff? Take us inside that building. What's that process like? And, you know, do you think it's possible that maybe during the conversation, a bit of an argument or a debate ensued and, and maybe this was the result? Anything is possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> As you have Chad Henney behind you. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I... Look, I wasn't a coordinator, so like <laughs> we're not having in-depth conversations when I leave the building. Right? Uh, they present you with a contract. They're like, "Yeah, you're either going to take this, or there's no negotiating." Oh, okay. Well, you know, no, thank you. <laughs> um, it is what it is. But um, could something have happened? Absolutely, something could have happened in a conversation. But 
Um, I'm not going to sit here and speculate about did they have an, a disagreement at the end of the year? In I will. That? You want me yeah, to? Yeah, go ahead. All go right. ahead. I'll you speculate. tell me what happened. I know exactly what happened, even though what I happened? don't know what happened. It's it, You ever watch uh, Bill Maher does that show on HBO, and he has a segment called I Don't Know That It's True, or I Don't Know For A Fact That It's True, But I Know It's True, like that kind of thing. Like I have no idea what actually happened, of course, but if you want me to tell you what happened, here's what happened. The offense stunk for the second half of the year. They were smell, smelling up the joint, and Pete was upset with it. He wanted to run the ball more. It clearly, Shoddy wanted to do the let Russ cook thing, and I think therein lies the rub. And and Pete, you're not. I mean, Pete's not going to go. You know, he's been there for a long time. He won a Super Bowl. He's they just extended his contract and blah blah blah. So someone had to go, and and Schottenheimer, he, you know, that was it. And I think they, I think they had a knockdown drag out behind the scenes. If you want my opinion, I bet you there was some raised voices in those offices and this is the result of it. Well, I, I guess they did have, it came out, they say had a difference in uh, philosophy, right? Right. Uh, about how they want to run the offense or should run the offense yeah. going forward. So citing those differences of opinion, then yeah, you could, you could see that maybe they did have an argument or disagreement, but I don't know. Either way we're looking for a new OC. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, point number three here on my list, because we've already gone over one and two. We need an offensive corner. Point number two was, what do you think happened between Shoddy and Pete? Point number three is, we got a new sponsor, Lofa Tatupu. What? Yeah, man. Speaking of Kansas City, Kansas City Stakes is jumping on board here on the podcast. You know, with a new year comes lots of big games in sports. With big games, you need big stakes. Last year for me was the whole year of no, not eating any meat. This year, I'm back on the meat. This is a perfect time to get a steak sponsor, man. Uh, visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. Save up to 25 bucks on combos. Perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with our promo code. You know what it is, Lofa. Tell the people. I'm guessing it's – well, you didn't tell me we had a new sponsor. Yeah, no, so you're shout right, out to Kansas City. Shout out to Kansas City Steaks. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, though. Steaks. You're correct. I'm guessing it's Believe, yeah. spelled B-L-E-A-V. Yeah, man. You get up to 25% off certain combos. You also get free shipping when you enter our promo code. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. Use the promo code Believe to get free shipping. And, you know, enjoy yourself some big, beautiful, thick steaks from Kansas City Steaks, man. That's point number three. Can- so when we did... Get to play in Kansas City. We got to eat, um, you know, you get to eat the local fare or whatever, you know, sure, they have. Sure. And uh, it was uh, barbecue. And man, most insane barbecue ever had. Oh, yeah. Good. I mean, the Midwest, you know, that's that's where all the farms are. You know, you get it straight from the source right there. It's fresh. Yeah, I suppose. You it's know? pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, point number four here on my list. Russ doesn't seem too happy with the move getting rid of Shoddy. How much should Russ be involved in helping to find the new offensive coordinator? Or, you know, do they is he part of this discussion? Do they do they get his opinion, you think? Well, Russ, in the last shot here three years, and Russ really did, it looked like he took a step up in terms of, you know, um, his decision-making of where to go to the ball. Like, the first preseason and uh, and season that Shotty was here, I don't know, was that 18? Yeah, 18. Mm-hmm. I had never seen Russ so – just crisp out there in terms of, okay, one, two, three, back on the quick game, that back foot hit, he knows where he's going. Yeah. Um, you know, checking off all of his progressions, one, two, three, okay, there. You know, like, it was 
you know, well, impressive. So statistically speaking, the last three years have been Russell Wilson's best three years statistically with Brian Schottenheimer. That's why I think this move is so surprising for a lot of people. It, it is. And I mean, you know, just, and I, I like Shotty. you know, I know him personally, great dude. The guy didn't have a running back for seven weeks out of his season. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. what do you want him to do? Right. You right. want him to run Russell Wilson every play? <laughs> Uh, well, because I mean, if you want a run game, I just, yeah. Okay. But so moving forward, which is what they're going to have to do. Um, so the question, are we going with new OC or are we going with what, with what Russ, uh, being part of, well, the, how much, how much involvement do you think he has in helping to find, I don't mean helping to find, cause that makes it sound like he's out there <laughs> scouring the wanted ass. It's not the right way to say it, but do you think if they're having meetings with people, they're asking what Russell thinks about it? Or do you think he's even sitting in on those meetings? Well, I mean, he, I think he said he'd like to be a part of the search, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was uh, reported. And I mean, I don't look like this is the thing that gets me with the quarterback position. It's like sometimes they believe like they're the only ones playing the fucking game out there. <laughs> it's like you got Deshaun Watson. I know. Yeah, that organization is a fucking shit show. And I feel for the kid because he what he put up like 30 touchdowns and three picks this year. He's still bald with the, you know, in the four and 12 season, he still had a phenomenal season statistically. Right. But it's like, okay, you're getting $40 million and now you want to like play GM too. It's just like, how about we give you some ownership too? Would, would that, would that make you happy? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably I make mean, him super happy. I've had like five different coaches. Not once was I ever asked, Hey, you know, this is what we're going to bring in. You know, it's like fucking players play, coaches coach. And I mean, it is what it is. That, that That's what's blowing my mind these well, days. I guess it's, a, it's, it's a new number, NFL. But it's, it's a, the most important position in major sports. Says who? Says everybody. Says who? Says everybody. You don't think if you got a franchise quarterback, make, what is he making, $25, $30 million a year, he shouldn't have a say in who's calling the plays for him out there? You, you would think he would – he would just no. have a good idea of who would be a good fit. I would think if you get paid thirty million dollars, you could fucking make any play work. <laughs> okay, so you think Rush shouldn't be a part of it? Then you think he should butt out? Uh, I mean, it's I get where so much is invested in these quarterbacks that you know they feel like, hey, well, I should you know have a say who's calling these plays. But it's like, okay, either way, the ball's in your hand when we snap it. And you make the best decision from there. Like I could be calling the plays for all for that matter. Well, so, um, wait, hold on. So then, by this logic, then Russell should have gone at the end of huh? the season. So you're saying we should have get we should get rid of Russell then? It wasn't Shotty's no, fault. No, Shotty neither. was calling the plays, but Russ wasn't executing. Neither should have gone. Ah, I see. In my in my opinion, I agree with you. By the way, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. But I'm just saying. And I'm not just talking about Russ. See, you're going, you're taking it the wrong way. I I'm said Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson wants out. Uh-huh. And like all these quarterbacks are now, it, it's a different, I guess it's a different league these days though. But, you know, it's coaches coach, players play. Yeah. And, and players have, have to execute. They have to execute. Yeah, you got to execute. doesn't matter who comes in. Yeah. You know, if I call 50 runs and you check the 50 passes, what you know doesn't matter is that who on your me? coordinator is yeah exactly yeah is, is that on me or is that on you as a player as a, yeah. you know calling the play but um you know i i'll leave it up to all the organizations how they want to do it with you know their 
you know, franchise player, the quarterback. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's an interesting see- move, man. It's an interesting move. I mean, sorry, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. No, I just, I just think to have, it's just, it gets, it gets into a dangerous territory when you start letting the player dictate who's coaching. I agree. And, and, and I'm not talking just Ross. I'm not talking, you know, Deshaun. I understand for Deshaun's sake because of the the chaos that's going on over in Houston just for the last several years when they really had a championship caliber team. Um, and then, you know, you go and ship a D hop for what, like a fucking fourth rounder. Like mm. what? Are you kidding me? Mm. Like mm-hmm. I can understand Deshaun's frustration, yeah. but, uh, but like Russ putting up career years and you know, everything it, you know, I, I just don't, I don't think it, uh, players should get into this is who who should be my coach. Well, they're more involved. Players in all sports are more involved than they ever have been. You know, LeBron is, they're constantly talking about ESPN, like LeBron is always picking who's going to be his next coach and stuff. And I, I don't know, like somewhere along the line, coaches sort of, or, or organizations sort of let the players in on these conversations, which is fine by me, whatever it is. But now it's like, that you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube once it's out. Like if players are helping make decisions, they're going to be helping making decisions yeah. going forward, and more of them will be helping making decisions. Okay. And then who's really driving the ship after all? You know, well, like, well this, this is, is where kind of a it weird gets time for this, the Seahawks. This is where it people. gets. This is where it gets ugly. Okay, say so you let Russ Deshaun pick your coach. Yeah, and then you have a shitty season. Right. Now what? Right, totally. Where, where do we go from there? Yeah, are it, we going to fire him and get another right, coach in there, right. or like? That's the thing. Uh, it better work if you're going to do it. It better work. Oh, damn right, it better. And like, yeah. look, when you're talking LeBron, LeBron could go to any team and make them a contender. Right. This isn't this isn't basketball. Right. So. Oh like, no, I hear you. I'm you just know. saying in terms of letting players be involved, it's it's kind of a new yeah. thing, you know. Can you imagine like Pat Riley? Or, uh, I don't know, here, we'll go stick with the Seahawks, Chuck Knox or something, you know? They were, those guys are old school. They, it's, it's, they rule the team. They rule with that sort of iron fist or whatever. I don't know. It's just a new, new age we're living in, that's all. My point number five is, look, and we said it earlier, the offense set records this year. A lot smashed, of them. Smashed records. And yeah, and not 30, just 35 one. 35-year-old records. A bunch of records. Records that, <laughs> yeah, stood for a long time. The offense was setting records. The defense was on pace to be historically bad in terms of the NFL. Yet Brian Schottenheimer is the one out of a job, and Ken Norton's not. It's just a, it's a weird thing that happened, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm surprised by it. and I, I think it's a it's a... It's kind of go time for Pete Carroll here. It's a big decision to make, and if it Hold doesn't we got, end up working out, I don't we know. We got what's healthy on defense. Go easy on my dog. Ken I Norton. know we did, but I'm just saying that it's. It, look, if I would have asked you eight games into the season, or or sorry, not asked you, if I would have told you eight games into the season that at the end of the season, Schottenheimer will be out of a job, but Ken Norton won't. I think you would have said, uh, I think you have that backwards there. So I'm just saying it's weird to to see where we ended up. No, I would have saw a great turnaround. 
on both sides. <laughs> Mr. Positive. I love it. <laughs> well, okay, then point number six is who do you want to see him hire at OC then? You play the role of Russell Wilson here, okay? You help me find the new OC. Uh, let's zone in on it, actually. We're going to zone in on it because that's Lofa's company. Zone in CBD. Let's zone in on who should be the next offensive coordinator of our Seattle Seahawks. Go to zoneincbd.com, by the way, if you want to order yourself some, which you should do. I'm a customer, and it's amazing stuff. Helps me zone in every single day. Um, I just pop a capsule, but you guys can do the, what do you call them, tanctures? Is that the official name? Tanctures? Where are you from? Is that how you say it? (laughs) You want to wrestle? I don't know. How do you say it? It's a tincture. The dropper. Tink? Is Let's it T I N? The dropper? Whatever. T I N. Yeah. Right. Tink. Sure. However you say it. Uh, check it out. Zone in CBD. Producer Katie's laughing in the background. Pipe down over there. We're trying to do a I radio hear show. Katie. Um, <laughs> Uh, Zone in CBD is where you go, or all Bartell drugstores up there in the PNW. Uh, Lofa, who do you want, man? I mean, Anthony Lynn's name's been floated out there. Doug Peterson, former head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, his name's floating around out there. What do you think, guy? Uh, big guy, big, big man. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say big guy, and then I felt weird about it, and I stopped it. Give me, guy. give me Anthony Lynn. What is happening to me? You want Anthony yeah. Lynn? Yeah, you definitely didn't take the product this morning. I know that much. Uh, give me, yeah, give me Anthony Lynn. Uh, okay. P- Peterson, not after the, the fucking stunt he pulled uh, end of that season. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to bring that over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but Anthony Lynn, and I believe Anthony Lynn's going to be a head coach again in the near future. Um, you know, he did a phenomenal job of scoring points. Mm-hmm. Took. Whether it was Tyrod Taylor, whether it was uh, Herbert, who he didn't light the field up in Oregon, man. Like, so that's what's so impressive with what Lynn was able to do with him. Mm-hmm. Give me that guy. Bring that offense up here and let's go. Because um, the only thing, as a head coach, Anthony Lynn and his teams just didn't finish games. Mm-hmm. I'm talking last second, whether it was offense or defense, it was always within, you know, one score. You know, they didn't get blown out, which means, you know, those guys in those locks were fighting for him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he he has an offense, and um, I'd love to see what he could do with, with Russ and the guys up here. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I, of those two names, I'd rather have Anthony Lynn for one reason, and that is the quarterback sneak. <laughs> that Herbert had there at the end of the year. He like he'll call a quarterback sneak, which I've been calling for forever. I'm sick <laughs> of not being able to pick up these third and ones and fourth and ones. Mm-hmm. So whatever coordinator comes in, if they're gonna call quarterback sneaks, I'm with them. So let's go, Anthony Lynn. But Peterson actually is an interesting name to me. I know what happened at the end with mm-hmm. Philadelphia and everything, but he did win a Super Bowl. He was calling fun plays while he did it. The uh, you know, the pass to, you know, the the tight end threw it to uh, Foles and Philly all that. Special. Yeah, Philly special. Like, I could see why that would be an interesting one. Um, we know how it ended, but he was the head coach. If he just had to be the coordinator and just had one side of the ball to focus on, I mean, we know he's a great football mind. I actually, I actually wouldn't hate that very much. Also, local guy from the PNW, which is, which is cool. I, I don't know. I actually wouldn't mind that so much. I think, I think. That would be Pete doing what Pete does a lot, which is uh, bringing someone in or, or finding someone who is not someone we're looking at or, 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 or we think would, do, would be the right fit or whatever, but he can make it work with these people sometimes. 
So, well, well, what's going on with his team then, you know, in his offense? What, with Philly? Yeah, you get Carson Wentz, you paid him a hundred million. Yeah. Like, you, I just think he could, I just think he's overwhelmed as a head coach. I think, I think he could be good as a coordinator again. He was before. I, I and, hear you, but you if know. you're the head coach, you're stepping in wherever the hell you want. Dude, I think it was, you got a hundred million dollar quarterback in Carson Wentz that you drafted yeah. and then you paid over Nick Foles. Now, I'm not saying that they should have paid Nick Foles like everybody else. Like, yeah, when it doesn't work out with Carson Wentz, of course, everybody's like, oh, they should have paid Foles. Look, Foles had four good games. They all came in the postseason. Yeah. He hasn't done anything since. Yeah, right? but Carson Wentz, I mean, I don't know if you should have paid Carson Wentz all that money or taken I, him as high in the draft as they did, and maybe they're finding that out. Maybe Carson's the problem. I mean, he was an MVP candidate before he tore his knee. That's why And when he came back, they paid him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, you know, what happened there? Like mm-hmm. how, how is, how is he not seeing the field anymore? And, and you know, Peterson's jumping in to those meetings and talking and having some, you know, some say on what's going on. Yeah. So give me Anthony Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I just think Peterson would be interesting. Uh, number seven here. Let's move on from our Seahawks because the playoffs are still going on out there. Packers and Bucks into the NFC Championship game. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh, who you got in this one coming up? Oh, before we move on, we could talk about the combined age. Eighty-five years old was playing quarterback last night, and what, with the Brees both and of them, Brady. Wait, I got that. Both later. of them had QB sneaks. That's later in the rundown. Both of them had QB sneaks. Oh, I, is it? Okay, that's Not later. That's going on. Let's listen. Number I, it's down I, around number eleven. Okay, we're back here on number seven. Stick with me here. Who you got? Packers or Bucks? Answer the question, Lofa. I didn't read your fucking notes, man. Get out of here. Answer the question. Um. Packers, I got Bucks. Bucks, they took it to them. They looked great last night. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, man. If they they run the ball like they did last night, that's uh, and that defense, a defense like Devin White, my God, I, that was you want to talk about Pro Bowl snub? Kid, 140 tackles and nine sacks from the middle linebacker position. Wow, yeah. Not one. He didn't get Pro Bowl or All Pro. Wow, wow. It's great. That's it's crazy. Uh, that's a good pick from you, but you're wrong. The Packers are going to win, and they're going to the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Bucks and Bills. Bucks and Bills. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because Aaron Rodgers, what they're doing with Aaron Rodgers is what the Seahawks need to do with Russell Wilson, which is, look, Aaron Rodgers tried for the last few seasons to put that team on his back all by himself. He was basically the only player they had on offense, save for you know Devontae Adams out there. But they didn't have a running back or anything like that, and he was trying to do too much, and it wasn't successful. Now they have a running game, and look at them now. I mean, they 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 look unbeatable, honestly. And it's what they needed is a strong running back to complement their great quarterback. This is exactly what we need in Seattle. Seattle should be absolutely looking at Green Bay and stealing all the notes and and using uh, everything that they're doing up there. And I think if you if you want to see what the Seahawks could look like with a, a full a running back who plays all sixteen games, a commitment to to run the ball. Look at the Packers. Watch how the Packers play. First of all, they've had, other than Dylan, they've had both those running backs for the last three or four years. So, Well, I don't know. They're putting it together now and at least having a run game to compliment Aaron. That's my point. Oh, you mean he's not checking out of the run game is what you mean. Mm. He's actually handing off. He's actually running the play that's called, mm. which goes back to 
Doesn't matter who the fucking coordinator is if the quarterback changes the play. All right. Well, whatever. My point still remains. Yeah, but still. Point number eight. Bills and Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Who you got? And don't start talking about how old Breeze and Brady are. I was only bringing up that point to talk about your coveted QB sneak. All right. <laughs> all right. That two that 42-, 43-year-olds ran QB sneaks last night. I hear you. Successfully. I hear you. You um, got the Bills, it sounds like, in this one. Yeah, I got the Bills. Uh, the Chiefs, I mean, it looked like for as great as they are, you know, defending champs, you got to knock out the champ, right, um, to get the title. They can be had, and while you're running – an option with the $50 million quarterback mm-hmm. is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, he got knocked out. We yeah. don't even know if he's going to play. Yeah, man. Of I, course- I, I, I was, I, I honestly, I just, on a serious note, like I was scared when they were trying to pick him up off the ground and he's, you know, he's woozy and can't find his legs. Like it was, it, that was kind of scary. I, <laughs> ugh, I didn't like that. I don't. Well, no, I don't like to see any of you guys go through that. It just gives me the. the I know you're used to it. I'm saying for me, I was like, oh no, that's that's not what I came here for. Anyway, not fun to see. Anyway, he's gonna play. He's gonna be. He ran back to the. You know, I think that was the best, most encouraging part. He ran back to the tunnel, so he knew where he was going at least, and he's getting there. (laughs) You know, yeah, he's gonna be fine. And he's not going to miss the title game, but um, either way, I don't know. I, they that offense didn't look that they they moved the ball well, but um, red zone defense they were struggling against Cleveland and uh, Buffalo. They just like the Bucks. This is why I'm taking Buffalo and the two. I'm taking the two road teams, which almost never happens. Mm, yeah, but they're surging at the right time. They are, you know, they're playing some good football all around. And um, so, yeah, I, I think Buffalo goes in there and gets one, especially, you know, with Mahomes possibly not playing. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he's going to play. Let's get serious. He's going to play. Yeah, he's going to play. I I agree with you on this one. I think the Bills can win this game. I think the Bills have been probably one of the most underrated, even though they've been at the top all season. But people, you know, they don't get any respect, right? They're like the Rodney Dangerfield of the NFL. And, and, and I think – he's got look uh what's his name uh mcdermott right he's got him playing so hard against everybody they get up for every game they play with a lot of energy they play great defense they're hard-nosed blue-collar team you know and that's the kind of team you want in the playoffs any given sunday right and i think they're gonna go in there and 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 they'll handle themselves very well against the chiefs yeah i was uh i was you know me i was not on the the bandwagon even though the Bills are my favorite team growing up as a kid. Right. Big Thurman Thomas fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, it's well documented on our midseason podcast. And then even a couple of weeks after they they beat us pretty handily that yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not a believer, not a believer. But towards the end of the stretch, I mean, the things, you know, Allen, Stephon Diggs, what a beast. Yeah. I mean, they did lose Moss, though. And I was wondering how that would affect them. And they came back and that defense – Held Lamar Jackson and that and that Ravens offense to three points yeah. in, in in a divisional right. playoff game. Never would have thought uh, that would have happened. So, uh, yeah, I got the, I got the Bills facing the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I got Packers and Bills, but we'll see what shakes out. Number nine on my list: anything is possible, man. Kind of fun to see Chad Henney come in and and run for that. 
uh, almost got the first down on that third and 11, right, when he scrambled out or third and whatever it was, third and 14 or whatever. And then for them to put the ball in the air on fourth and one with Chad Henney. I, I mean, I know you got Tyreek Hill out there, but still, what, it was fun. I like when sports are fun, and that was a fun moment, right? <sighs> I mean, can you imagine if he didn't make that? Can you imagine <laughs> – if Mayfield and the Browns come down, score a touchdown, right. game over. I know. Like, like if I'm Henny, just like we were talking about, I'm checking out of that. I'm walking up to the center, getting under, and we're going to go for the first down yeah. sneak. Well, QB he's a, sneak he's a big dude, too. He could have done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, after that embarrassment of a pass he threw for an interception, <laughs> uh, come on, man. Stay up, stay on your feet, yeah. hold on to the ball with two hands and get that other, you know, two or three inches to get the first down the, you know, on third down. Right. But, hey, he converted. And if I'm Chad Henney, you said if I'm Chad Henney, but I'm going to say if I'm Chad Henney, I'm retiring tomorrow. It's never <laughs> going to get better than that. I would Honestly, I would call a press conference, a couple tears in my eyes, and say the game's been really good to me, but it's never going to get better than this. I'm out. Send me my ring if you yeah, guys but- get it. But Mahomes could get hurt next week, and then he could be right back in the same position. No, 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 because it's 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 not going to get better than it just got. <laughs> no, yeah. if Mahomes goes out again, I don't know how much more magic Chad Henney has left in him. So I would just I'd fold it all up right now. I was happy for him though, because you know he's uh, I don't I guess you could say journeyman, but yeah. he's played some good ball in his in his when he did get a chance to start, and right. then. Um, Seemingly because he wasn't a first round pick. When you're not a first round pick, I mean, you could be the first, you'd be number 33, the first pick of the second round. And when you're that, it's like you're not saved. They're going to draft a fucking quarterback every year <laughs> until they find a guy that can re- replace you. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's wild how, I mean, it's wild going- that Chad Henney's still in the league. When they, when he came trotting in, I was like, what? Like, dude, I remember watching him play against Steve Etman at Michigan or something. I swear he was there in the like early nineties. I'm telling you how old is Chad Henney? He's like 58. I what well, he, <laughs> I want to say he's like two years younger than me. I wanted to say he came in 2007. Oh, okay. So draft class. 56, 56. Then. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a young 56. <laughs> Number Correct. 10 on my list. Devonte Adams. Is he the best receiver in the game? Yeah, let's just go right to number nine on your list. Yeah, yeah. this guy is the best. And I think I mean, the answer is yes. Him or Diggs, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, also Diggs coming to a new team and putting up 1,500 yards receiving is no joke uh, with a new quarterback and a new system. But Devontae Adams, man, I've been saying it for years. Um, and this because this guy doesn't get the respect he deserves. Why? Everybody loves Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so, oh, well. Aaron can throw to anybody. And it's like, so they, they take that, they, they, you know, they discredit the work he's doing out there, you know, just giving guys hell. Oh, he's coverage. wide open. I mean, he's so quick off the ball. They, they, you know, I love when they zoom in on his feet and, and show his zone in. F- f- sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but I love, I love when they do that and they show just, I mean, it's, 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 it's poetry in motion. He's a ballet out there. The way he just, he just, he's like floating on air, moving his feet around, then makes his move. You know, it's just, it's incredible to watch, man. He's, so he's not a little dude either. No, he's, no. No, he's, he's a big receiver Yeah, um, to be moving that, that well. 
Yeah, I think he's he's number one in the game for sure. It's easy to throw to him when he's that wide open because he's getting himself that wide open. Um, number 11, now here we go. We can finally talk about it because I want to talk about old man Tom and old man Drew. What was the combined age you said? I think it was 85, right? 85 years 42 old. 42 and 43, yeah. The geriatric bowl out there. My question for you is, uh, does Drew Brees play another game in the NFL? And it's a two-part question. If Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, should he retire? Um, I'm going to say I don't believe Drew Brees plays another game, hmm. and here's why. I don't believe Sean Payton and the Saints – want him back. Um, interesting. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, there's this, the whole saying you'd rather let a player go a year too early than a year too late. And I think they might've waited a year too late on this one. Um, especially after, after Sean went five and zero with Teddy Bridgewater and used Taysom Hill sparingly, um, and then went and scooped, uh, Winston this off season. I thought they were going to let him, let him walk, this season. And, um, you know, and then of course he didn't play exceptionally well, got hurt and then came back and, you know, had another tough five or six weeks down the stretch yeah. and then did not look that great last yeah. night. Now look, this is, hey, he, broke greatest... like, he broke like 23 ribs though. 11. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many you have, but he broke 11. Of them. <laughs> At least 11. That's yeah. a lot. Man. Um, but you know, this is one of the all time greatest, quarterbacks right sure. you know i'm gonna give him his due respect because um you know he was he was a nightmare to to go against but but i just don't i don't see him helping that team this team you know win a super bowl hmm. and um hopefully i'm wrong you know hopefully he does go out the way uh he wants to but at the reports before the game he was going to retire as soon as the postseason like it was like literally before they kicked off that ball i see on pro football talk you know, this will be Drew Brees' last season when the postseason ends. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it ended. And, um, you know, I got to imagine if that got released that soon, it's real. And, you know, Drew probably thought, hey, we're going to win today. And then, you know, we'll see what happens next week. And we'll, I'll go out my terms. But, man, anything can happen. Yeah, right? totally. And, look, Drew Brees got nothing to hang his head about. Amazing career, Hall of Famer. First ballot, Hall Absolutely. of Famer. Uh, yeah. yeah, and probably not the way he wanted to go out if it is his final game, but I'm with you. I mean, especially if you break that many ribs and stuff and, and you're yeah. not getting any younger anyway, and they're bringing in people behind him. I, why not? Now on to Tom, though. If he wins it all, especially if it's in Tampa and with Tampa, so it'd be the first team to ever even play in the Super Bowl when it's in your home stadium and all of that. I mean, what more would be left for Tom Brady to do in this sport, right? I think he should walk off in the sunset if he wins. What do you think? Um, I think we all think he should. I think we all hope um, he, because, he will. <laughs> so well, be, yeah, some other people can get a chance. Right? Uh, because this is a dangerous game we're playing. And um, yeah, as a hit that just landed Drew Brees 11 broken ribs, you know, three, four years ago might have been one broken rib. And that's just the, the facts of aging. And, uh, and I know Tom's part vampire or whatever, but <laughs> you know, it's just, what else do you have to accomplish? Yeah. And I mean, there's, this is the thing with Tom though. And I said it several years ago, it'll never be enough. 
the the guy's appetite for winning is insatiable. Right. He's one of those, just like Michael Jordan, uh, Derek Jeter, all these guys. They just they have a level of competitiveness that's un, unmatched. Yeah. And so if he wins, no. In his sick little mind, he's gonna be like, I just won this. <laughs> I just won the Super Bowl. You know, I, I just I just threw for forty touchdowns at forty three years old. I could do this for probably five more years. Yeah. That's, that's the way yeah. those gears are grinding. Yeah. And uh, it's great. I mean, that we get to watch something like this, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when watching Michael Jordan or you're watching LeBron, like mm-hmm. you, even if you don't like him, you got to be a fan now just cause it's like, damn, I can't believe he's still doing it. Well, and um, he settled I, every argument that loudmouths like me have been trying to start for years about him, which is, you know, is it Bill Belichick and the system or is it that Tom is, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, look, he goes to a brand new team, brand new coach, and he's one game away from being in another Super Bowl. So I think it kind of settles that argument for me. And I was wrong all this time. I got to give Tom a little more credit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there's no chance he's retiring. Does Tom Brady have any friends? I I don't know. I don't know him that well. (laughs) I'm just asking. Like, when he he went to Pro Bowls and stuff, he was probably there, right? Like – when you see him across the room, is he hanging he, out with dudes or does he kind of stick to himself? He opted out of every Pro Bowl. Oh. Um, that, yeah. So he doesn't have any friends. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if he has any. That, I don't, that wouldn't be a good, you know, um, teller of if he, he has friends or not. But I don't know. I, there, there's You hear some stories that are just incredible about him. Like, though, though my favorite one that I've heard, you know, um, is they say Tom Brady drinks twice a year. Really? On a good year. Otherwise, he only drinks once a year. It's, he drinks at the Kentucky Derby okay. every year uh-huh. because that's a celebration everybody does. Have right? a mint julep. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. And the only other time he drinks is at the ring ceremony. <laughs> wow. I that's was like, damn, that's that's one of the coolest stories I ever heard. Yeah. So he's, I mean, it's just Think about it. He's been to what six of those. So I mean, but it just tells you how serious he is about, yeah. You know how committed he is. What yeah. he does, yeah. yeah. How much he loves the, the competing, you yeah. know, aspect of it. And yeah. um, you know, it's it's just incredible. I mean, when I I grew up in Massachusetts, man. You know, and um, and Bledsoe, Bledsoe was my quarterback. Just to get that out there, Washington he's, he's State, a Washington, he's a Washington guy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was my quarterback all through, you know, my youth. And then um, Tom Brady comes in and, you know, finally gets a win for us, for, for, you know, the fucking Patriots. And it's just, um, I was 19, I was 19 years old when that happened. You know, I ended up playing in the league with him and now I'm 38 and we're still watching him <laughs> play football. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, it's remarkable. It's, it's wild, dude. Yeah. And um, so, it's you know I, yeah one game away. This is why I'm taking the Bucks over Green Bay. Yeah, is one game away from the big one. You know, but but if the Bucks end up pa- facing the Bills, which that was your like childhood team as well, who are you rooting for? Uh, Bills. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <right>. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> How easily you kick them to the curb? Oh no, I'm still gonna be happy for him. Uh, yeah. You know, I hope I hope. I hope the Bills win and 
Tom gets MVP in a losing effort. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Well, I mean, look, my point number 12 was there's four teams left in the playoffs. You're rooting for Buffalo, right? And we all know that you are. We've been talking about it this whole game, so we don't need to go over that. You got anything else before we get out of here? I've, only, I've been going against Buffalo to like help them, help propel their chances. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to do it again here, just quickly into the microphone. You want to? Yeah, here we go. Go KC. Reverse psychology. There, there yeah. you go. Go Henny. Cool, man. Well, hey, that's a wrap for us on the Seahawks podcast this week. Everybody, we'll keep doing it every week, talking football and uh, talking football and talking shit. That's the tagline of this show. <laughs> should be the name of this show. Yeah. Uh, if you guys got any thoughts, comments, questions, whatever, you can send those to SeahawksPod at gmail.com That's Seahawks. P-O-D at gmail.com. Support our sponsors, betonline.ag, and also Kansas City Steaks. Use our promo code. B-L-E-A-V. Did you get steaks? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. I'm okay. definitely going to get some steaks for sure. Uh, that's it for us, though, everybody. Uh, Lofa, wrap us up. Break us down. Since we need an OC, um, shout out to my, my man, Shadi. Going to miss you, bro. Just smashed records, you know. It's, it's it's wild that he's not here. But I'm hoping for Anthony Lynn. So we're going to break it down to Lynn Sanity on All three. Right. Sounds good. <laughs> Lynn Sanity on three. One, two, three. Lynn, Lynn Sanity. Sanity. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.